Welcome to Sound Prints Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prints is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. This is Sound Prints for the week of December 20, 2015. New recipes around the holidays are always fun, and we begin this week's Sound Prints with a recipe shared by David Smith a new life member of the Kentucky Council of the Blind who's learning to read and write Braille at our GLCB roundabouts. This recipe is called Sad Cake, and David says that it gets its name because, when it's done, it falls in the middle because of the high sugar content. But, he says, you get happy when you eat it because it's so good. Here's the recipe. Two sticks of margarine, one teaspoon vanilla, four eggs, two cups of white sugar, one box of brown sugar, two cups of self-rising flour, and one-half to one cup of pecans. Beat eggs into margarine, add both sugars, and blend well. Add vanilla, then flour, add nuts, and blend well. And then bake at 350 degrees for 30 minutes in a 13 by 9 greased and floured pan. Are you looking for a job? The American Printing House for the Blind has two jobs that might be of interest to you. First, they're looking for a Braille proofreader. You must be a good Braille reader and have good grammar and spelling skills. If hired, you'll be expected to become NLS certified within 18 months. The second job is for a social media coordinator. Candidates for this position need to be very familiar with Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and other social media outlets, and, of course, have excellent writing, grammar, and spelling skills. They are essential. For more information, contact the HR department at the Printing House at 502-895-2405. On Thursday, December 17, Microsoft and the American Council of the Blind announced a new partnership designed to greatly enhance accessibility of Microsoft products for people who are blind or visually impaired. Eric Bridges, ACB Executive Director, joins us on page two to tell us more about this exciting new partnership. The fourth annual ACB Radio Holiday Auction is now history, and it was a lot of fun and set all kinds of new records. We auctioned 67 items, the old record was last year's 60, and the Kentucky-based auction team were on the air on Sunday, December 6, from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern Time, also a new record. And the best record we set was the amount of money we raised for ACB Radio, $13,540, almost $2,500 more than last year's total. Thanks to Adam Rushevel for recording the auction and for bringing us a montage of all the fun and excitement. Listen in on page three. We're all into Merry Christmas and Ho Ho Ho, but let's don't forget about Happy Hanukkah. Karen Abraham, current president of the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and Sharon Bensinger, a past president of the club and retired executive director of the Visually Impaired Preschool Services here in Louisville, Share a touch of their Jewish holiday traditions on page 4. And on page 5 is the Sound Prince calendar. Page 2. Eric Bridges is the new executive director with the American Council of the Blind, and I'm speaking with him now about a, a major announcement that was made this week, actually came out on um, 
Thursday, December 17, and uh, Eric, uh, welcome to Sound Prince, and I'm going to let you tell us about this latest announcement, this latest accomplishment. Yeah, well, it's good to be back with you, Carla. For the last several years, really, uh, the, the blind community has been, I think, rather frustrated with the inconsistency of, of uh, accessibility of a lot of Microsoft's applications. And many blindness advocacy organizations from around the, from around the world have been to Microsoft, including us, to talk with them about our concerns and uh, a little bit about um, ways that they could make these products better. And uh, the sort of the, the kind of the tipping point that really, I would say, made a lot of folks in the blind community very angry uh, was the launch of Windows 10 in uh, late July. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was launched in the, the email client and the uh, Internet browser are really not accessible uh, for screen reader users. And mm -hmm. this is something that, that had been talked about with Microsoft. In fact, we did a resolution this year uh, calling on Microsoft to, you know, to, to deal with this issue before the release. And uh, Microsoft came to our convention and spoke during one of the general sessions. And so we reached out to Microsoft to let them know that we were not happy. What we found is that uh, there is actually uh, a cultural shift that's beginning to take place inside the organization. Um, it obviously had not happened quickly enough to <laughs> prevent the, the, the problems with Windows 10, mm -hmm. but that there was uh, a shift underway, and we were able to highlight those two issues plus some others with regard to inaccessible applications or or not very usable applications. Mm -hmm. Things and that were problematic. Yes. While they might be accessible, they might not be fully accessible or uh, They're really usable, right? And, yeah, you know, yeah. Pain in the butt to, to try and, <laughs> exactly. and, and navigate. Right. So, you know, we entered into a uh, a series of discussions with them, and really what what was uh, publicized yesterday was, uh, I think, a very good first step in sort of our second generation kind of uh, relationship with Microsoft. We've had a, a relationship with Microsoft for roughly 20 years. Mm -hmm. For some of the time, it's been really good. For some of the time, it hasn't been all that good. What I will say, Carla, is that the accessibility team at Microsoft is a dedicated and committed group of people. The challenge has been not with them, but with the rest of the company and their overall commitment to accessibility and uh, not you know, uh, releasing products that have all kinds of bugs in them from an accessibility standpoint. And, all sorts of things. And well, so, Microsoft has a habit of releasing products with bugs in it, whether it's accessible or not. This is true. 
they, they are not discriminating based on where no. the bugs are. No. So we've um, we've had the you know the the uh, the ability through these discussions to meet with senior leaders to talk with them about these issues and this partnership is a you know it, we view this as a long term partnership that allows us to uh, you know look at the the various applications that they're that they're either building or iterating off of to to see the level of accessibility to interface with their their folks that are actually coding and doing other things to to um, you know make sure that w that that what they're doing is um, gonna gonna work for blind people not just for ACB members but you know this this agreement is an ACB agreement it or partnership is a better way to put it mm -hmm. partnership mm -hmm. um, but really, what we're wanting to do is to, you know, help make Microsoft great again at accessibility. They were once really good to great, and mm -hmm. they want to get there again, and we're here to help them with that. So we have the ability to test stuff, uh, our, some of our members, um, and, you know, it obviously it, it sort of, the straw that broke the camel's back with us were the the email client and the browser, but you know we're going to be able to to help and to um, advise on the sort of uh, you know sort of the soup the nuts as it were with regard to the accessibility of, the, of a lot of their applications. That will make a major difference in the ability of blind and visually impaired people to not only handle computer um, tasks on a personal level, but I should think it would make a major difference in the ability of people with vision loss to, um, to, to work in different environments um, and to, to really be effective in a lot of areas um, out there in a an employment-related uh, scenario as well. Yeah, you know the employment arena, the enterprise environment is is still dominated by Microsoft and Microsoft Office. You know, you, uh, even companies that work or people that work at rival, you know, competitors, mm -hmm. um, they still rely upon you know an application like Microsoft Word. Or Excel or PowerPoint, right? Uh, to get their work done, right. and so it's um, you know it's ingrained in in uh, in the employment arena, and so the the really nice thing that I will say is that Microsoft was very willing to talk and to to really sit and listen and then provide their their feedback, um, and so I'm. I'm very happy that our relationship is is strong, um, mm -hmm. even after something that was really not <laughs> not acceptable happened uh, with right. Windows 10. Right. Well, and and yesterday when the press release came out, it was uh, a press release that had both Arlington, Virginia, where you are, and Redmond, Washington, where Microsoft is, um, on that press release. And then there was a follow-up 
uh, message as well um, that I thought was pretty impressive. Yeah. So Satya Nadella, who's the chairman and CEO of Microsoft, uh, sent out uh, a note to all Microsoft employees, sort of an end-of-year, you know, uh, thank you for all of your work. Uh, but also, as, as part of that, he talked about, you know, a, a primary initiative that he's going to really want the company to succeed at in, in the year to come, and that is accessibility. And he and he he talked about it in his note, and it was um, it was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you couldn't have asked for the, much better there, Eric. <laughs> no, it was um, it was neat to see. It was uh, almost sort of moving, actually, given where we've been with them um, in their applications and and uh, where where we are now and where I believe we can go um, in this partnership. And so it uh, it felt good. Now now the real work begins, though, uh, starting you know here in uh, well now, frankly, um, mm -hmm. and getting getting these applications uh, up to snuff, you know, to, to meet the needs of our, of our members, but even the broader community. Right, right. Well, it's, it's a great accomplishment, and it certainly has a lot of promise for the future for all people who are using computers, for all blind people that are using computers and Microsoft applications, and I think it's an absolutely wonderful, wonderful thing that has has, has happened. And of course, it's only as good as the ability of both Microsoft and ACB to, um, to, to pursue what's included in that, um, in, in that uh, press release. So, um, I, I think it'll be a really good thing because when it comes to accessibility, we're not going to just say, oh, um, yeah, let's see, we, we talked about that, but not sure we can get to that right now. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is going to be, um, uh, I mean, that kind of thing is, is a priority, and especially in the email and the, and, and the um, Internet browser. I mean, here, I, I guess we've, you know, we've had it, pretty good. You go back through uh, some of the window, different versions of Windows, and I mean, iExplorer had its problems, but goodness, we could use it, you know. Um, and, and, you know, Outlook Express may not have been perfect, but we could use it. And then to not have anything there is, um, that that is that is what is a problem, you know, you, you, if you give somebody something and then you take it away, they're a lot more irritated than if they never had it in the start, in the beginning, and, and that's sort of how this, how this is, how this has turned out. Yeah, not only, you know, you took it away um, when you had it before, but this is like, uh, this is core functionality, right? I mean, mm -hmm. uh, how, how can you really expect to do much of anything if you don't have access to your email or you don't have access direct access to the internet so exactly that, you know, these are these are things that need to be uh, need to be corrected I, I believe that they will be and uh, you know we've already had discussions about that mm -hmm. and uh, you know I look forward to 2016 you know you can rest assured that 
you know, we're going to be there. We'll be active, actively engaged with Microsoft, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I, I look for good things to come. That that just sounds really good. Well, are you enjoying your um, your um, executive directorship? You've been yeah, there you know, a couple I of months. Go to work for a couple hours a day. And yeah, <laughs> and I take a nap. <laughs> Yeah, okay. right, Eric. It's been um yeah, it's been great. It's been uh it's been a whirlwind though since mm -hmm. uh you know, I guess it was November 1st. Mm -hmm. Um it's been uh it's been a lot of fun and I, I appreciate all the the well wishes that I've received from a lot of our members. It, it means a lot and I uh, I'm looking forward to you know what we can accomplish in 2016. There's a lot of work that needs to be done, but we've also done some really good things in 2015. So it's just about, you know, continuing the momentum and mm -hmm. looking for different ways to, you know, carry out our mission. And, and in the middle of no, all... There's no, you know, end in what needs to be done. <laughs> right, right. And in the middle of all this, you're getting ready to move. The office will be moving the end of January. That's correct, yes. We'll be moving uh, from Arlington, where we are now, uh, just one town over, one suburb over, uh, to Alexandria. And so uh, moving is never much fun, at least uh, <laughs> you none just of the times I've ever moved in my entire life has been very fun. <laughs> but uh, I, think, I think we've got, you know, actually I know we've got a good team of people here and been working to make sure that uh, all of the logistics to for, for the move are, are being taken care of enough ahead of time so that, you know, if, uh, snafus happen, which oftentimes do, that are out of your control in mm -hmm. a move, um, mm -hmm. we'll be able to deal with those too. So. Sure, yeah. Well, we hope that you and your family have a wonderful Christmas and a great New Year. And we're going to look forward to super things in 2016 because I'm just sure they're going to be happening. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Page 3. Thank you for calling ACB Radio, powered by Audio Now. And thank you for listening to ACB Radio, where your listening is our business. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Blixing and blixing and all his reindeers pulling on the rain. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. So hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. It's the most wonderful time. Welcome, everybody, to another ACB Radio auction. It's, it's time again for us to make some money for ACB Radio, and we're glad to have you all with us. My name is Michael McCarty, and with me is Carla Rushville. Carla, how are you? Doing just fine, Michael. All right. We're ready to do this thing again. It's hard to believe this is, what, our fourth one? It is. And we've got some uh, new things going on this year. We're going to go over the rules and some regulations and all that good fun stuff with you. You know, we got to get all that stuff out of the way first before we start having fun, but... We want to welcome everybody who's listening to us on ACB Radio, on the family of stations, as well as the RadioStorm.com. So everybody sit back and relax. We're going to have a great time. And uh, what time you're not holding on to the phone, just grab yourself a snack, and let's see what we can uh, get into the bidding tonight here. we got lots and lots of stuff. I can't believe the number of items that we've got and the variety of things that we've got. 
We do. And we have Kim Charlson on the phone also with us, ACB president from Watertown, Massachusetts, and she's joining us to kick this off, auction off. So, Kim, are you there? I am. Hello, Michael. Hello, Carla. Hey, talk about hey. important stuff you got to do first. Here we go. I know. <laughs> well, that's right. We've we got to kick this off and make it super official for our fourth annual holiday auction. So I couldn't be more pleased. I read the list again of items up for bid this evening, and I think people are going to be pretty excited about a lot of those items. There's going to be some, I bet, some pretty fierce competition for some of those things. Well, so, I think um, so. And there's lots of food items and jewelry items and two old-time radio packages and just on and on and on. It's just amazing, the lineup of, of items this year. It is fantastic. And I want to officially thank um, everyone who worked so hard to put this auction together from our our technical team um, for ACB Radio, Michael, Carla, your hosting, Larry Turnbull, our technical person, um, the people who answer the phone, and the facilities to do this auction. It wouldn't be quite the same if we were somewhere else. And, of course, all of the donors who made this evening possible. And, and last but certainly not least, all of you who are going to bid tonight and make this a very, very successful fundraising event for ACB. Well, we are so glad to be here to, to do it. We've got um, Jim Finn is from iHeartMedia, and Jim used to produce for Soundprint, so he's kind of one of the family. And then there's Patty Cox and Paula Weiss in there that are ready to take bids, and Michael and I are here, and, and um so it's and it's coming through the uh, radio storm, and then to Larry to bring us out to everybody. So uh, we we're just all ready to go and ready for everybody's bid. So we well, thank that's you, fantastic. Kim. Fantastic! I'm not going to stay on the line any longer. I want to turn it over to both of you to go over the rules and then encourage people to call in and have a fun evening. All right. So thank you again. Thanks, Kim and Michael. We are ready to go. And we have snack in hand here on the table, so uh, we're we're set up pretty good. Uh, you know, we got our ham sandwiches, we got our chips, we got some candy, yeah, all yeah. that good stuff. So we are ready to rock and roll. Patty has fed us well. Yes, indeed. <laughs> as usual, as is the case. Yes. <laughs> all right. So are we ready for the first item? We are ready. Patty and Paula, are y'all set? All right. As ready as they'll ever be. Item number one for the 2015 ACB Radio Holiday Auction is the My Doggy and Me Christmas Stockings. This match set of Christmas stockings comes complete with stuffers for both you and your canine friend and are just right for hanging in anticipation of a visit from Santa. The red fleece dog stocking is paw-shaped with white pads and white trim on the top. Stocking stuffers include poop pack, a pliable soft disc, chicken and sweet potato blend dog treats, Healthy Max hip and joint dog treats, and yogurt and peanut butter dental sticks. Yum. Our stocking, (laughs) the people stocking, is the traditional red with white trim on the top, and white heel and toe. 
It includes two packages of Jack Link's beef jerky and two packages of Nescafe Classico Dark Roast Instant Coffee. Both stockings are 11 inches long and are handcrafted by Carrie Bishop from Tucson, Arizona. That is item number one, and it's open for bid. I'm glad you cleared up which stocking was which, because I was trying to figure out which one was the human one versus the dog one. <laughs> you wanted the sweet potato blend. Well, that's that. kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> that's right. I know, I know it. the dog would over here. She would eat the jerky just fine. So that's all. Okay. And the third item is one that is guaranteed to be popular, and that is Brian's Holiday Cookies. Holiday goodness in every bite. The winner will receive three dozen delicious holiday cookies to help make the season bright, warm, and tasty. The package will contain one dozen of each of three kinds of cookies, and it's donated by Brian Charlson, and his assistant cook this year is Vicki Volk, and they're from Watertown, Massachusetts. Brian, of course, is Kim Charlson's husband, and he is the ACB first dude, so let's bid on those cookies. Jane Sue has a bid on Brian's Cookies for $5. Okay. And $5 on Brian's Cookies, come on now. We can get cookies oh, my at the grocery store for $5. These are going to be a whole lot better than that. So we can we can do better than that, I'm sure. Brian worked nice and hard on getting these cookies all together. And I can just see Kim in there, and she's like, work, Brian. <laughs> Cook. Debbie Deathridge on those cookies, 25 That's That's good. Thank you, Debbie. Okay. Oh, there we go. Kathy's got two things in. Yes. Way to go, Kathy. All right. She's on the stockings and the cookies. Yes. Yes. There you go. Okay. So we have 45 on the cookies, 35 on the stockings, and 25 on the Keurig. Melissa Tucker is up to $50 on Brian's cookies. Okay. And what was Sheila's bid on the Keurig, please? 30 30 Yeah, $30 on the Keurig. That's a great price for that. Just like everything. Well, y'all are getting your system going. I'm going to get me one of these pieces of candy over here. (laughs) Well, in that case, I will, too. Let's Let's see. see. Where's those those mint cookie balls over here? I think think the mint ones are on your side. They are. Good. Oh, boy. Kathy Devon intends to get those cookies. Yes, she does. $100 bid on $100 on Brian's cookies. There you go. Now we're getting up there. Now we're getting there where we're sitting. All right. We're warming up. Everything going for ACB Radio. All the all the money that we raise tonight goes to help keep the family of ACB Radio stations on the air. Okay. Any more on the stockings? Ah, uh, things have gotten quiet. Things are quiet in there. That means every. All right. So we are selling the stockings. Item number one to Kathy Devon for thirty-five dollars. Thank you very much, Kathy. Oh my goodness. Okay. And we've got Helen, who just placed a bid for $150 on the cookies. All right. Okay, so we have a $150 bid on Brian's cookies. Okay. All right, we're going to sell Brian's cookies. We have $150 on Brian's cookies, and that's from Helen Scarpenza. And so we thank you very much, Helen. Those are sold. I'm going to go on and read the old-time radio treasure chest. Oh, boy. This is going to be a big one, folks. This is unbelievable. This is a a once-in-a-lifetime dealer's collection of every available old-time radio show um, that's out there. uh, This is coming. This was donated by Bill Sparks. This is his dealer's collection. 
This is an ultimate, well-organized source for all things OTR, complete and uncut. You'll receive every show from every series, including comedy, detective, mysteries and thrillers, western, sci-fi, children's programming, and much, much more. There's Christmas shows, big band shows, all the speeches by FDR and JFK and lots of other historical clips. There's sports, space, history, and shows from other countries like Australia and South Africa. There's um, about 100,000 shows and historical programs all organized on a big terabyte drive. It plugs into your computer's USB port. It includes a text file with everything on the drive so you can find what's there. Plus, if, you, if the winning bidder would like, it will have a print or braille listing of all the shows. You'll need a whole bookshelf just to hold the, the key. Um, it's donated by Bill Sparks from Indianapolis, Indiana. And as a lot of you know, Bill has been um, a dealer at old-time radio shows for a long time. And he told me when he was explaining this product to me, he said, this is not the clip, a clip of, um, it's just a little clip of Roger Maris hitting his home run. It's the whole thing. It's, it's the, whole, um, the whole broadcast. So, you know, you get the entire broadcast rather than just the little sound bites that you get in a lot of the collections and in, and in the other collections that, that we have. Baba Costa, five, well, let's try that again. Mm-hmm. Baba Costa, $500 on the old-time radio collection. That's on the treasure chest. 500 bucks on the treasure chest. Okay, and as we're getting those moving along, we're going to also open up Patty's Holiday Cookie Balls. And we have some of these sitting right here, and we're enjoying them. All right, we had a $525 bid from Richard Villa for the treasure chest, the old-time radio, and Richard Johnson has outbid him for $600. And I can tell you that the mint ones are very good. Oh, they're, they are. I've had about yummy. <clears throat> two or three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Paula said we have some ginger snap uh, cookie balls, too, here, and she says they are wonderful. So I haven't tried the ginger snap yet. $1,000 bid coming in now on the old-time radio set from Richard Johnson. Thank you, Richard. We appreciate that. I just took another bite of those mint cookie balls. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Those are good. Oh, no here's doubt. a ginger snap. I'm going to try that. No, I didn't try one of the ginger snaps. I don't think I did. No, I know I haven't. Oh, my gosh, Patty. Those are great. <laughs> I thought that my favorite was the golden Oreo cookie, but I think the ginger snap. Mm. Oh, boy. I don't know. I like the mint ones, too. Those mint ones are good, too. Take a bite of a ginger snap and a bite of a mint, and that's really great. Hey, there you go. Yep, there's an idea to try. Mm-hmm. I just did. So, oh, those are yummy. And Angie says for me to watch my sugar levels. <laughs> Thank you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the sugar levels. <laughs> that's how you're making sure that she's monitoring, right? That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. She sends me a message. Okay. We know we're all still connected and everything's going fine. Right. I'm going to review these bids. Paul Edwards is bidding $125 on the uh, necklace, on the heart, hematite, and onyx beaded necklace. 
the Old Time Radio treasure chest. We have $1,500 to Richard Johnson. Ruth Ann Acosta is bidding 250 on the cookie balls. Uh, Jason Castengay has the um, wind chimes for 100 And Paul Edwards has is now leading on the necklace for 125 1525 on the Old Time Radio from John Glass. We now are going up to 1700 from Bob Acosta on the Old Time Radio shows. Thank you, Bob, again. And we have Richard Johnson, $1,800 on the Old Time Radio show. Thank you, Richard. Old Time Radio collection, I should say. Yeah, the treasure chest. Just calling it a show doesn't quite. Yeah, it doesn't quite do it. the surface, does, does it? it? <clears throat> Here's what we have. Richard Johnson at $1,800 on that old-time radio treasure chest. Oh, no, we have another bid. 1950 bid coming in from Bob Acosta. Uh, there we go. Richard Johnson has bid $2,000 on the old-time radio treasure chest. All right. And thank you for that okay. bid, Richard. Thank you, Richard. How exciting. For the ACB Radio Auction on the ACB Radio Networks and the RadioStorm.com. Mike and Carly here with you. And uh, Paula is giving us another update. Ruth Acosta, Bob Acosta. There we go. <laughs> Bob Acosta. 2100, is that what you said? That's what she said. That's what she said. We heard it. Yep. Wow. Okay. Patty and Paul are working the phones, and Carl and I are doing the on-air stuff, trying to keep up with all the calls they got coming in, in there, and they got them rolling pretty good. So. And Jim is monitoring, and Angie's monitoring, and then Larry's monitoring back in Illinois. That's right. So we got lots of monitors. Making sure that everybody. That's right. Got <laughs> everybody's got their own little piece of something to monitor too, to make sure that the signal goes all the way through. All right, let's let's see here. We've got Bob Acosta at twenty one hundred on the um, old time radio, Paul Edwards at one fifty on the wind chimes, Randy Tedro at ninety on the necklace, and Helen Skarpinski at two fifty on the maple fudge. John Glass okay. twenty three hundred on the old time radio shows. Thank you, John. All right, uh, we are. Do you all have any more bids coming in on? The um, on the necklace. We just went to a hundred. Michael Keller not long ago, and we also have two hundred and fifty on the maple fudge. This will be last call on the maple fudge. Two hundred fifty dollars bid on the maple fudge by Helen Skarpinski. Marsha Moses has a four hundred dollar bid now on the Apple TV. Fourth generation 32 bit model. That was 400? Yes. Uh -huh. Okay. All right. And again, do keep okay. in mind it does connect with an HDMI cable, so it's not your standard RCA jacks in case you haven't had an Apple TV before. We are going to sell the Maple Fudge. Any more bids on the phone for the Maple Fudge? No, I think we're clear on that one. We've been clear on that one. For yeah, I think bit. so. Okay, we're going to sell that. To Helen Skarpinski for two hundred and fifty dollars. Congratulations! Maple fudge is sold. And thanks. thank you very much, Helen. Okay, so I have twenty-four hundred dollars from Baba Costa on the radio show. I have a hundred. We didn't get another bid on the beaded necklace, did we? I have a hundred dollars from Michael Keller for the um, hematite and onyx necklace. 
Okay, we're going to sell the necklace. All right. Congratulations, Michael. This necklace is going for $100 to Michael Keller. It is sold, and thank you so much, Michael. We appreciate it. 2475 from Baba Costa on the Old Time Radio Shows. Now, Michael, we got to move some of these plates of goodies on this well, table. Well, I'm telling you, we're running out of room. <laughs> well, we're we're going to stack some up here because some of them are empty. <laughs> yes, we don't want to make it sound like that's, you know, like we're just horrible bad. No. <laughs> Actually, they're empty plates, but I guess we were kind of horribly bad. I guess so. All right, so the new plate of gluten-free cookies, <laughs> and they can't be bad, Michael. I mean, after all, they're gluten-free no, they and they're good for bad. you. And Debbie made them, so they can't be bad. They are good. Debbie. Really good. She said, you'll never know the difference. You never know they're gluten-free, and she is right. I want her right. recipe. Okay, so okay, Debbie, I'm trying one of your cookies right now. I don't know which one it is, but I'll let you know in just a sec. Oh, $2,500 on the old-time radio from John Glass. Debbie, that is good. It is good. It's amazing. I'll see y'all at the end of the show. <laughs> I don't even know what gluten is, but it sure don't taste. I can't tell it's not here, so there you go. <laughs> You're not missing it, right? I'm not missing a thing. <laughs> okay, we are going to sell the Old Time Radio treasure chest. And it is going to go to John Glass for $2,500. Sold to John Glass. Thank you, John, very much. John will always, from now on, have headphones in his ears. That's right. He'll never come out from having headphones. That's right. He won't. Uh, we, we're going to give you a chance to have last bids on items on the food box. It's currently with Elaine at $90. The, um, the quilt is $180. Jason has the high bid on that. Uh, Peggy Garrett has a high bid on the Snowflake Pendant at 85 and Jean Mann has a high bid on Brian's Cookies at 200 We have $200 from Jean Mann on Brian's Cookies, and I think we're going to sell those uh, right now, close those. Thank you so much, Jean. $300, and let's see, that is bid. And who is that from, please? 300 That bid is coming in from mm -hmm. Silence. Uh, I think they left. <laughs> they passed out from all the cookies. Hello. Now, this could be a predicament, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> They're not talking to us. <laughs> if they have disappeared, we are in serious trouble. Are we, though? Uh, well, I think I'll review while we're waiting. This moment of silence is being brought to you by ACB Radio. Did you turn your microphone off? <laughs> that's uh, that's perfectly okay. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got. Let's. Uh... It's just a little disconcerting. We wanted to be sure you were permanently disconnected. <laughs> we got that would be fun. From room to room, that would be interesting. All right, we have one on the phone. And when you all call, please be ready with your bid. Yes. It really slows things down if we have to wait around for you to decide. And then we Make up to, your mind before you call. Yes, and we have to mumble around, and then you guys are like, what are they talking about? Yeah. We are going to open item number 58. Item number 58 is the pink sapphire heart pendant. It says, give your sweetheart a gift she'll swoon over. Ravishing 11-millimeter lab-created pink sapphire heart set in sterling silver. A swoop of small, round pink sapphires line one side for extra sparkle. 
the pendant is suspended from the chain by a bail that has a small round pink sapphire at the bottom. It's an 18-inch box chain spring ring closure, and it's donated by the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Item number 58 is now open for bid. Have you ever seen a lady swoon? Well, the pink sapphires are awful nice. Well, they say that people used to swoon. The ladies used to swoon all the time back yeah. in the day, but they don't swoon anymore. Like, what happened? We all got like a – our culture doesn't swoon anymore. No, no. Well, we'll restart the trend with this necklace. So if you get it and they swoon, take a video of it. Start the trend. Put it up on the Internet. It'll be a YouTube sensation. Right. You'll be famous right there. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, that's what we're in. And, and after these items, we have items <laughs> 67, 68, and 69, and we will be done. So we're getting close to being finished. Okay, we're going to sell uh, everything. All right. So uh, Ann Brash has purchased the Blind Alive workout for $100. Thank you so much, Ann. Um, the uh, beaded tree goes to Connie Giacomini. $45. Thank you, Connie. And the Dreamcatcher goes to Todd Fulstrom, $75 for the Dreamcatcher. And thank you so much, Todd. Want to say thank you to everyone who donated items. Absolutely. It's just amazing how many wonderful items we have had in this auction. And of course, thanks to everyone who has bid and has been so generous with your support for ACB Radio. Hasn't this been incredible, Mike? It has been absolutely incredible and a lot of fun again this year. And uh, we just really appreciate everybody, whether you donated, whether you you know placed a bid, just, just staying up and listening to the program tonight, uh, even if you did that. That's a, just another way to help support. So Yeah. We really appreciate everybody, all the affiliates that contributed, all the individuals, and want to especially thank Jim Finn and um, Patty Cox and Paula Weiss and, and Michael. We thank you and Angie back monitoring on Radio Storm and Larry Turnbull in Illinois. And we just, you know, it takes everybody to put something like this on, and we appreciate it so very, very much. Thank you all so much, and a huge thank you to iHeartRadio for letting us use the studio. Absolutely. Well, we will be back again, hopefully next year, with even more items for you. Want to have a great holiday. Yeah. All the ACB stations and the RadioStorm.com will continue with their regular programming in just a few minutes. So if you're connected, just stay right where you're at. Maybe a few minutes of silence, but the programs will kick up and uh, go for you here in just a few minutes. Right. Don't go anywhere. Stay right on the station yeah. where you're at. Great entertainment on the way for you. Right, and it'll stay on audio now as well. So if you're listening there, you can hang on there as well. Yep. So everybody just stay right where you're at. More entertainment coming up for you. And Merry Christmas, everybody. Absolutely. Many book materials help Braille users jot notes quickly. Pull APH's mini book Braille binder out of your pocket and begin to write on the mini book slate in just seconds. Materials are sold separately so that you can choose the combination that's right for you. Call the American Printing House for the Blind, toll free, 800-223-1839 or visit www.aph.org. 
page four. Francis has uh, made a very typical Hanukkah dinner. So we're going to have uh, brisket and potato latkes. And um, for those of you, maybe I'll just tell a little bit about the story of Hanukkah. I don't know if anybody even knows, and I am not the most eloquent uh, person, but I will tell you a little story about Hanukkah. Um, I guess 3,000 years ago... Uh, in Israel, uh, there was a, a, a very evil Syrian king named Antiochus, and he came into Israel and Jerusalem and uh, destroyed the temples and the synagogues and uh, told the Jewish people that you have to worship these idols, that you, you cannot practice your religion. And there was a very brave uh, soldier named Judah Maccabee who gathered an army together and fought King Antiochus and his men and won, got them out of Jerusalem. And then when Judah Maccabee and his soldiers went into the, the big temple in Jerusalem, they saw where everything had been destroyed. They had just wrecked havoc with this temple, and uh, every Jewish synagogue has an eternal light that burns, and they realized that they had only enough oil for one day for this of this sacred oil, and it was going to be an eight-day trip to go get the oil and come back and the miracle was that the oil lasted for the eight days. And that is the tradition that we light the menorah and celebrate Hanukkah for eight nights. And that is why we eat a lot of greasy food during Hanukkah, because it's all about the oil. So, therefore, the potato latkes, and I think Mary Frances even has donuts for us, because it's all about... The oil. grease, the oil, the greasy food, <laughs> which we all love. So, okay, with that being said, we are going to uh, light the menorah. And oops, Ooh, that one's like magic. Third, <laughs> and so three nights, are, are we singing? Um, we can do that. We want to sing? Okay. All right. Baruch Eloheinu 
She sings better than I do. Sher Kitty Shanu, Mitzvah Sav, Vitzi Vanu, Lahad the second one, we're going to say the English. Do you want to say the English? You, say you the said the English. English. I know the Hebrew. Blessed art thou, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who sanctified us by thy commandments and commanded us to kindle the Hanukkah lights. Okay. Okay. Now we're and going to say the We give thanks to God for bread. Our voices raise in song together as our voice of prayer is said. Baruch Adonai, Eloheinu Melacholam, Hamotzi Lachem in Haaretz. Amen. Page 5. The Sound Prince Calendar. Unless otherwise indicated, Conference calls on this calendar are to be held at 605-475-6006, and the code is 294444. January 6, KCB PR Membership Committee meeting be at 8 p.m. on the conference line. On January 7, the American Council of Blind Lions will hold its conference call for Lions around the country, we will share ways to be involved in our local clubs. 9 p.m. Eastern at 712-432-3900, code 796096. On January 8, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will hold its first roundabout of the year, and it will include education and technology from 3.30 to 6, a sharing time at 5 o'clock, dinner at 615, $5 a person, and a special activity to be announced on next week's calendar. Roundabouts are held at United Crescent Hill Ministries at 150 South State Street in Louisville. Call 502-895-4598 for information and reservations. There will also be roundabouts in January on the 15th, the 22nd, and the 29th. On January 9, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind Board will meet at 11 a.m. by phone on the conference line. January 11, the KSB Advisory Board will meet from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Kentucky School for the Blind, 1867 Frankfort Avenue in Louisville. For more information, call the school at 502-897-1583. Also on the 11th, the Bluegrass Council will hold its next community outing from 5 to 6.30 p.m. Contact them at 859-259-1834. January 12 will be the first meeting of the year for the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, Savvy, in Owensboro. The meeting time is 1 to 3 p.m. Central, and it's held at the Wing Avenue Baptist Church, 628 Wing Avenue, in Owensboro. For more information, contact Rick Boggess at 270-684-4418 or Bill Roberts at 270-485-8170. You can also email at owensboro at kentucky-acb.org. On January 14, the Northern Kentucky Council will hold its first 2016 meeting at 7 p.m. by phone. 
The call-in number is 605-475-4700 and the code is 155619. For more information about the Northern Kentucky Council, call Jerry Slusher at 859-781-7369. On January 17, the KSB Alumni Board will hold a meeting at 8 p.m. on the conference line and on January 18, the Kentucky Council of the Blind will hold a board meeting also on the conference line at 8 o'clock. On January 19, the Tri-State Library users will hold a dinner meeting in Louisville. This will be an in-person meeting, and the time and place are to be announced. On January 22, the Statewide Rehabilitation Council will meet at 9.30 a.m., beginning with the committee meetings. The full Council will begin meeting at around 11 a.m., and activities will conclude at about 2.30. The meeting will be held at the McDowell Center, 8412 Westport Road in Louisville. Contact Jennifer Wright at 502-564-4754. On January 22 and 23, the NCASB Wrestling and Cheerleading Conference Championships will be hosted by the Kentucky School for the Blind. Contact Kyle Sokshia, S-O-C-H-I-A, Athletic Director at the school at 502-897-1583 for details. January 23, the APH Museum hosts Helen Keller, This Is Your Life, 1 to 3 p.m. at the American Printing House for the Blind, 1839 Frankfurt Avenue in Louisville. Meet the woman who forever changed the world for people with disabilities. As we recreate the set of the famous 1950s television show, you'll learn the story of her life beyond the famous incident at the water pump. For more information, call the museum at 899-2213 or email them at kcarpenter at aph.org. On January 24, the ACB families will host the 2016 Tax Tips Teleconference. What can you deduct? How can you save money on your 2015 income taxes? Includes tax tips for people with disabilities. Open to all. At 9 p.m. Eastern, call 605-475-6333 and enter code 1711553. On January 25, Guide Dog Users of Kentucky will hold their next membership conference call at 7 p.m. on the conference line. And January 29 is the last roundabout of the month at United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. Call 502-895-4598 for more information. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, Call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Soundprints. Have a great week, everybody.